Broadcasting from the Superbook Sports Studios, KTUS AM 1060, Tempe, Phoenix, and KSLX HD2, Scottsdale, Phoenix. It's time to hit the field with Extra Point, featuring Kayla Mortallaro and Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060. Tweet the show at KDUS AM 1060 or give us a call at 602-260-1060. The snap is back. The hold is down. You can't miss with this combination. And the Extra Point is good. Extra point right here on KDOS AM 1060 on this Friday, March 17th. Bob Kemp, Kayla Mortolaro with you up until noon today, as we typically do Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. March Madness is in full swing. Let's get an update about what's going on on the hardwood. Michigan State, Bob, you've been mentioning it for some time now that they're blowing this game wide open, and then USC makes a little bit of a run, but I think. Michigan State is finally blowing this one wide open. They're up 66-51 with 4.07 left to go in the game. Yeah, it would have to be quite a collapse uh, by Michigan State. And USC, uh, uh, not just – they're a bad passing team. It's something I've noticed during the season. And they don't score usually uh, tons of points in abundance. So them making a rally here seems highly unlikely. Then you have so, – So it's left for UCLA to save the Pac-12 and, and ASU. Yes, ASU. All the hopes there. Uh, Kennesaw State, they are blowing out Xavier 51-38 to with 15-35 left to go in the game. So there's still some time here, but Xavier does not look good. No, they don't. And you know, since they got you know, Fremantle, they have a losing record since Fremantle got hurt. And you know, that was almost, you know, that was the end of January when he got hurt. And obviously they thought he might be able to come back. And he had surgery last week, so he's obviously not coming back. Uh, then you also have Baylor and UC Santa Barbara tied 26 apiece with 445 to go. And as I'm talking, Baylor just scored uh, in its 29-26 with 428 to go in the first half. UCSB uh, got the Arizona connections here. Uh, former ASU uh, point guard Derek Glasser, who was the point guard uh, for the James Harden. Uh, I think both years, you know, the whole time with Harden. And they were buddies. They, they played in high school together, if I remember correctly. But anyway, Derek Glasser is an assistant coach for UCSB. And Josh Pasternick, uh, Pasternick is the head coach, and he used to be an assistant for Sean Miller. So I'm not sure maybe that uh, – you know, the, the, he, he saw Glasser play at ASU and thought, you know, he's a point guard. He's a smart kid. He'd be a coach and whatever. I just remember Glasser a couple things uh, real fast about him. He used to come on the sports zone a lot uh, because he was like, he graduated in like 20 minutes when he got to ASU. So he, he had like plenty of free time to, you know, you know Doug Tamaro would hook us up with him and, uh, Glasser was a frequent a frequent uh, guest in, back in the day, and he was really good. I'm not surprised at all. He's a coach. Also, he was a chick magnet back in the day. I remember that when I was covering ASU on a daily basis. Scoring. So the, the women loved him. <laughs> Scoring a little hard to come by in this VCU St. Mary's contest. Uh, it is 
VCU on top, 3-2, to 16-16 to go in the first uh, first half. And I'm sure this VCU contest yeah. is going to be one we will talk about here after we reset the scene with today's poll questions. So let's toss it on over to KDOS1060.com first and talk about ASU and TCU. Who do you have ATS in Denver tonight? ASU plus 5.5, TCU minus 5.5. Numbers coming to you from the FanDuel Sportsbook app. And ASU out in front, 86% of the vote, TCU 14%. Should be a very fun game. Uh, you know, ASU, highly athletic. They like to run up and down. They like to press. Uh, and TCU leads the nation in fast break points. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, should be one of the most fun games of the first round of the tournament, including yesterday and today. And we have to wait until the very last game tips off to, to have it tonight. Yes, well, at least that's a schedule right now. Right. But you, you never know how this, some of the somebody if some game goes like double overtime or something, it may not quote be the last game. But at least as the day starts, it's scheduled to be the last game. Fair point. On Twitter, at KDUS AM 1060, who deserves most of the blame for U of A's pathetic performance versus Princeton? Uh, U of A lost, bounced out of the March Madness NCAA tournament by 15 seed Princeton. The players are head coach Bobby Lloyd, uh, Tommy Lloyd, excuse me. Uh, the players out in front, 75% of the vote. Tommy Lloyd sitting at 25% on Twitter at KDUS AM 1060. Still a little bit surprised because we've used various versions of this question in uh, many sports over the years, and almost always they blame the coach. <laughs> so I don't disagree with them. I think the players, I guess I just gave away my answer, sorry. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I think the players deserve the majority of the uh, blame here. But, uh, yeah, Lloyd certainly uh, not unscathed. Uh, he made uh, some interesting moves. They did some – they didn't do a good job coming out of timeouts, certainly down the last in the stretch in the last four minutes when they basically didn't score. We'll answer that question around 11.30 today. Von Hansen's Meats and Spirits, not your normal meat market. They have craft beer, wine, spirits, and amazing treats for your four-legged friends. Visit them, 2390 North Alma School Road in Chandler. And the weekend specials here, 45-day dry-aged beef tomahawk steaks at $25.99 a pound, prime bone-in pork butt roast at $3.99 a pound, and fresh jumbo party-style chicken wings at $4.99 a pound. We still have the $100 gift certificate available to you, but don't call just yet. Uh, the phone is actually ringing. Not going to win. All right, as we get into... Telephone is ringing, Alice Cooper song there, under my <laughs> wheels. So there we go. But not yet. We're not calling for that $100 gift certificate quite yet. Let's get into uh, some of the games that are going to take place this afternoon. VCU versus St. Mary's. I know the game has started here, but heading into the contest, VCU plus four and a half, St. Mary's minus four and a half, and uh, certainly VCU very live to, to cover this one, at least in terms of what uh, your kind of perception is of this contest yeah this is uh the ultimate uh, you know change uh, you know, contrasting styles game you know vcu wants to play as fast as you can possibly play uh they just feast off of turnovers from the opponent uh and st mary's is methodical they want to slow it down uh i'm on vcu in this game hopefully uh you know, they can you know muster up enough points at some point to help me out <laughs> but uh you know st mary's played the last two games they played against gonzaga gonzaga which normally does not play full court pressure defense decided to do so 
And the last two times they played St. Mary's, they won handily. And you know, VCU's a you know, they're they're used to they want to do the you know forty they do the eight the ninety four feet thing all the time, uh, for you know for forty minutes a game, and uh, so if St. Mary's couldn't handle Gonzaga's press, my thinking is that they're going to have tough, a tough time with VCU, who does this for a living basically. Well, VCU is going to have to get better on the boards. Just watch St. Mary's get four offensive rebounds in a row. It it took them four offensive rebounds in a row to finally score as they're now winning uh, four to three here in this contest. But they are a horrible rebounding team, which is one of the reasons that they press people. So, you know, that's part of the deal. Uh, then we also have Vermont versus Marquette later. Uh, Vermont plus 10.5, Marquette minus 10.5. Numbers coming to you from the FanDuel Sportsbook app. And, of course, Marquette obviously winning the Big East this year. Yeah, I don't have much to offer on this game. That number sounds exactly right. And, you know, Marquette, uh, uh, I'm interested to see how they do down the stretch. And uh, the way that uh, they just won the Big East tournament in Madison Square Garden, they won the Big East tournament and won the Big East, the regular season and tournament for the first time ever. And uh, if they continue to move along, they're going to be playing uh, the regional in Madison Square Garden. Pitt versus Iowa State. Pitt plus four and a half. Iowa State minus four and a half. Yeah, these are two teams I'd like to go against. <laughs> um, you know, Pitt coming off the win the other night, and that was a bad basketball game. And, you know, Pitt's uh, their big guy, Federico, is questionable. He did not play uh, earlier this week, and, uh, you know, they still won. But, uh, you know, he's, he, you know, he got injured in the ACC tournament last week. Uh, so there's that issue there. Uh, so it's just uh, you know, in Iowa State's just a team that if you can figure that if you can figure them out from week to week, which I actually thought I had figured them out because they were four and ten in a fourteen game stretch, and then they make like this late run the last couple of weeks in the Big Twelve and play much better. So I have no idea. Uh, if there was ever a time for Creighton to live up to preseason expectations, to live up to in-season expectations, to live up to the transfers <laughs> coming in, uh, right? The bracket has set themselves oh, up for absolutely. them to yeah. make it on down the road here. But it gets started with NC State today. NC State plus five and a half, Creighton minus five and a half. Yeah, new, no Juve, no Virginia, and Baylor is winning by a point right now. Those are the uh, you know, second, third, and fourth seeds in that region. And uh, I like, I've like i liked Creighton's team most of the season, even though they drive you a little crazy uh, from game to game. Uh, they, they sometimes, you don't know what the heck's going on. Uh, but uh, yeah, they at least, at least this year they play defense. You know, past Baylor teams, they just tried – excuse me, past Creighton teams, they just tried to outscore you. Uh, now they're uh, you know they play pretty good defense and you sometimes wonder if they're going to score enough. So it's been completely switched uh, from from uh, from previous years. It's completely different. Iona versus UConn. Iona plus nine and a half. UConn minus nine and a half. Uh, you know, do we know what to expect from a UConn team now? I think so, even though this might be a tricky little matchup. You got the Rick Pitino full-court pressure thing, and the UConn, if they have a weakness, certainly it's inconsistent guard play, and sometimes they turn the ball over, and I don't have the statistical evidence to give you to back this up, but it sure seems like some of the games that the UConn has lost this year, they've kind of thrown the ball over the gym, 
and giving the opponents uh, you know, extra opportunities and extra possessions and so forth. So uh, this might be a tricky little game. I know, you know some of the same people that thought the U of A would go deep in the NCAA tournament uh, like uh, UConn quite a bit. Um, I'm not one of those people that like UConn quite a bit. I actually like Creighton uh, uh, if they play UConn. So again, it'll be like a mis- you know, rematch at some point, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, you have Fairleigh Dickinson versus Purdue. Uh, you know, Fairleigh Dickinson plus 23 and a half points, Purdue minus 23 and a half. That's a large point spread. Especially for a team that doesn't score 100 points a game. <laughs> I mean, I'm being facetious. I mean, they, they're in the 60s, 70s. Uh, but, you know, of course, they just, uh, you know, Fairleigh Dickinson just got play, got done playing the other night. And they are the smallest, the shortest team by average height in the entire tournament, six one is their average height, and J- Josh Eady is uh, Zach Eady, excuse me, is seven four. So see how that goes. Then you have Providence versus Kentucky. Providence plus four and a half. Kentucky minus four and a half. Uh, Kentucky not what they were, but they maybe kind of started to get it together, possibly. I can't trust them. I mean, last time we saw them, they were you know shooting one for a million in three point range and being eliminated in the in the uh, in the SEC tournament. Plus, uh, we don't really know what the health of their point guards are. Um, you know, they were without their top three. I didn't even know you had a top three uh, point guards uh, a couple of games ago. Where you know, one of them actually tried to come back and play on uh, last Friday in the SEC tournament. He should not have been playing. Uh, so I have no idea. Providence has now lost three in a row to enter the tournament. You know, I have no idea. This is the uh, no score would surprise me in this game, no matter who was, you know, either team winning by a lot or, you know, what. I have no clue. Uh, I'm going to watch and try to learn something for the next round. When you have Drake versus Miami, Drake plus one and a half, Miami minus one and a half. Well, there's zero value to bet on Drake at this point. Yeah, if it wasn't for Miami's injury situation, uh, this game would be three, four, maybe even five, and uh, maybe an in-game proposition here, uh, in-game betting, if we find out what's the heck's going on with Miami. But uh, to this, to my knowledge, we don't really know whether you know they might have two starters out, at least one. It appears to be out. Uh, so, you know, I like Miami. I've been talking them up for weeks. And uh, unfortunately, you know, their center went down in the first minute of that game against Duke a week ago today. Uh, and uh, might have been a week ago. Whenever they were in the semifinals and played Duke, he went down with the, literally the first minute of the game. And he certainly didn't look like he was going to be playing anytime soon. A local squad, GCU, taking on Gonzaga. GCU plus 15.5, Gonzaga minus 15.5. But this isn't the Gonzaga of old. It's not. Did G- GCU get their uniforms to Denver okay? Are they going to be they all right? They have arrived. Okay. I mean, even I heard about that yesterday, and I really wasn't searching for the information. Uh, so that was a big story yesterday. So good for them. Uh, they've got some ball skills. They've got They can score. And as I mentioned earlier, and I guess this maybe even sounds smarter now than it uh, than I sounded earlier in the week. Uh, you know, except Bobby Hurley's still coaching, but I think of uh, you know GCU, ASU, and the U of A that Bryce Drew has done the best coaching job this season with what he has of all three of those schools. Florida Atlantic versus Memphis. Florida Atlantic plus one and a half. Memphis minus one and a half. Numbers coming to you from the FanDuel Sportsbook app. 
Yeah, I I like Memphis's team quite a bit. Um, the I know, you know the thing that's kept me off this game is that uh, you know the couple of the people who I consider to be the smartest college basketball handicappers I know are both on Florida Atlantic in this game. So I'm not uh, in, involving myself here, but. Uh, I do like Memphis's team. If they can get past Florida Atlantic, I, I think they got a chance to win a couple more games. Then we have Montana State versus K-State. Montana State plus 7.5, K-State minus 7.5. Not liking Montana State's chances here. K-State, uh, for the most part, with the exception of a game or two, uh, has definitely played its best basketball well, I shouldn't say that. They started off like 100 and 0. Uh, but they played better basketball in the last part of the season. And, uh, you know, watching the Montana State NEU game, uh, whenever that was last week, seems like a year ago, last week, uh, they there's zero chance. I shouldn't say zero ever, right? Uh, there's a slim chance that Miami Montana State can keep up with Kansas State, which has – a really interesting, excellent combination of point guard and big guy. Kent State versus Indiana. Kent State plus four and a half. Indiana minus four and a half. Yeah, this is the other game I'm going to kind of wait on. If I'm doing anything else today, it's going to I'm going to be on Kent State. I like their team. Indiana, you know, at times looks like a you know I've, I've mentioned it. I'm, many others I think have too that if they're playing well, you, you can see a deep run for them. But unfortunately, you know, Indiana doesn't seem to play well on a very consistent basis, unless they're playing Purdue. Huh. So, uh, but I like Kent State's team. And uh, you know, I'm, I, if I, like I said, if I did anything else today, it'd be I'd be on Kent State. I'm conveniently skipping ASU and TCU. We'll answer that question a little bit later on in the program. We do have a final Michigan State beating USC 72-62. to 62. Uh, Tom Izzo, a happy man here. Well, I'd be a happy man, too, if Jamie Erdahl were interviewing me, but whatever. But uh, he's, like, smiling. So he actually won. So they, there we go. He won, and uh, they overcame that bad foul call that had him irate. So it all worked yeah. out. I didn't see him smash the clipboard thing in half. I missed that part. Kennesaw State is on top of Xavier, 61 to 48, 922 left to go in this contest. Oof. UC Santa Barbara is on top of Baylor at halftime, 36-35. And the update for St. Mary's and VCU, St. Mary's on top, 12 to 11 with 10:42 to go in the first half. VCU needs to up the tempo. I haven't even watched this game for the most part because we've been doing the segment here. But 12 to 11, 10 minutes into the game, that's the St. Mary's game. I mean, they, you know, VCU wants a whole lot more points than that. I've made you wait long enough. It's time. It's time to get into the Von Hansen's Meats and Spirits $100 gift certificate. So caller number 3, 602-260-1060. Caller number 3, 602-260-1060 for the Von Hansen's Meats and Spirits $100 gift certificate. Uh, once again, visit them. 2390 North Alma School in Chandler. Uh, that is 2390 North Alma School Road in Chandler. Von Hansen's Meats.net 
45-day dry-aged beef tomahawk steaks at $25.99 a pound, prime bone-in pork butt roast, $3.99 a pound, and fresh jumbo party-style chicken wings at $4.99 a pound. That is all what's coming up for the weekend specials over at Von Hansen's Meats and Spirits. Once again, caller number three, 602-260-1060 is the winner of the $100 gift certificate. We'll get into Saturday's games on the other side of the break. It is the Extra Point. Easy Sports Talk with former NFL and MLB player Ed Smith and co-host Javon Adams airs Saturday mornings 10 to noon on KDUS AM 1060. here on KDOS AM 1060 online at KDOS1060.com and with the KDOS 1060 app powered by Superbook Sports. Congratulations to our winner of the $100 gift certificate to Vaughn Hansen's Meats and Spirits. Check them out, 2390 North Ulma School in Chandler, vaughnhansensmeats.net as well. Let's take a look at what's going on for Saturday's round of 32. And with Furman, with the upset over Virginia, they're moving on, taking on the uh, Mountain West San Diego State University. Furman plus five and a half versus San Diego State's minus five and a half. Is this kind of a Furman offense versus SDSU defense? Absolutely. Uh, I think that's a really good way to assess this. And, uh, uh, San Diego State, as I've mentioned a few times uh, when we've brought up the Aztecs in the last couple of weeks, uh, they're better offensively than they've been, but you know that's not saying much sometimes. Uh, they're still really good on defense. Uh, and Furman, as I've mentioned all week long when we were talking about that Virginia game, is a team that, that they want to score. And the fact that they got 69 against uh, Virginia, I wonder how many they can score against San Diego State, who was also uh, – San Diego State and Virginia are really good defensive teams. Uh, and Furman wants to just kind of outscore you. So I think they got a chance to hang. I'm always a little leery about the team that had the big first-down upset two days later. Are they going to still have the you know, same level of play or you know, maybe a, a letdown? You know, that's a letdown's a bad word for the NCAA tournament, but – yeah, I'm just, you know, can they do it again, basically? Uh, then you have the team that's, I think, playing some of the best basketball in heading into this tournament and certainly didn't slow down yesterday against a team that I think is struggling. Uh, Duke minus two and a half, Tennessee plus two and a half, but probably based upon these two, like, fan bases that you have high volume of action on both sides of this. Yeah, makes sense. And even if you even not just fan bases, but I think everybody's aware of the oh, I'm watching Jamie Erdahl here actually give Tom Izzo his broken clipboard back. This is pretty <laughs> funny. Um, sorry, it was temporarily distracted. It was hilarious. In fact, Izzo thinks it's hilarious. That's good. Anyways, back to the game. Um, as Tennessee and uh, Duke. Okay. Uh, I think there's you know, the, the general public, you know, all the handle that they provide for this NCAA tournament, they're very well aware of both these teams. You know, at one point, Tennessee got, I think they got as high as, they, they might even be number one for a week or two. Uh, but, you know, they got off to that great start. And the, the, their team, and unfortunately for them, uh, I think their season derailed because when Ziegler went down with the uh, ACL injury just a couple of weeks ago, you know, they they are they turned it over a bunch of times yesterday. That's one of the reasons they almost blew the huge lead. 
pausing on Saturday action for a minute because it looks like Kennesaw State is trying to blow this. Uh, the lead is now just... And Xavier's making shots now, too. That helps. <laughs> yes. The lead is now 61-59 for Kennesaw State with 6.05 to go in the game. Yeah. Back, hang on. Back to Saturday. Arkansas versus Kansas. Arkansas plus three and a half. Kansas minus three and a half. I don't know uh, if Bill Self is going to coach this game. Haven't seen anything in today's uh, college basketball timeline. But question for you, is Arkansas struggling to finish games now going to be something that we have to keep in mind? I think the one thing we need to do is figure out how can Nick Smith score? Uh, he had like, he was like two for 10 yesterday and he's like a lottery pick. Uh, and, uh, he missed a lot of the season with an injury and they actually have pretty much a 500 record since he's come back and played. Uh, so if Kansas, uh, Kansas is a better team. Uh, and, uh, if Arkansas, they're a terrible three point shooting team, even on a good day, they're one of the worst three point shoot, uh, shooting teams in the tournament. Uh, all 68, if they're like a two or three at the you know, second or third from the bottom. Uh, so I don't trust Arkansas. You got the Musselman factor. He's had obviously success in the NCAA tournament. But if Kansas is on its game, I don't think that Arkansas could hang. Princeton, after their big upset victory yesterday, plus six and a half against Missouri, minus six and a half. Uh, does Princeton stand a chance here? Sure. Uh, they're, they're not bad, which we you know, talked about. I wish I just uh, – I'm kicking myself and will be for a while that I didn't take uh, the plus 14 and a half. How could I not do that? Uh, which I thought about, but uh, I just didn't do it uh, for some stupid reason. Uh, but as far as this game goes – yeah, it, 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 I liked Missouri yesterday, but you know I'm getting points or again laying one or two or whatever it was, uh, and uh, the fact that they're now laying you know you know almost a you know two three point field goals, I'm not interested in doing that. Auburn plus five and a half versus Houston minus five and a half is Auburn live here? Absolutely, especially considering the Houston injury situation with Sasser, also their other uh, you know dual point guard. Uh, you know, he's got some kind of knee injury, at least what Calvin Sampson said. Obviously, it's a home game in the state of Alabama for Auburn. Uh, kind of a wild situation. You know, Alabama and Auburn are both playing in uh, the same building during the NCAA tournament. I don't know how often that's happened. Not very often, I'm guessing, during the NCAA tournament. Uh, so that's kind of crazy. Uh, you know, Samson gave us the big, uh, you know, feel sorry for us thing at the end of the game yesterday. So I don't know if we're supposed to fall for that or not, but I do think that Auburn's live. They're not a good, I know they scored a hundred points yesterday, but you know, you know, Kayla, I know you have some skills. Uh, I could, I used to be able to pass you know, 30 years ago, 40, 50 years ago. Uh, we could score against Iowa. <laughs> Well, those are the best contests. Uh, uh, now it looks like here, though, I do want to interrupt for the Saturday conversation. Xavier has taken the lead. They've come storming back 62-61 now with 4.22 to go in the game. Penn State, plus 5.5 versus Texas, minus 5.5. This should be a fun one. It should. I was so wrong about Penn State yesterday in the game against Texas A&M. This would have been more fun for people in the state of Texas had A&M and Texas be forced to play each other 
I would, I'm sure that they're, you know, I wonder whether the A&M players maybe looked ahead a little bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Pickett was tremendous yesterday. You know, Texas, win intact and not distracted, which they seem to always be distracted about something. Uh, the, I think you can make a case that they are the most talented team in college basketball. Northwestern plus seven and a half versus UCLA minus seven and a half. Is this maybe where UCLA injury problems become a factor? Definitely. And, and the very similar teams and the fact that they're both tremendous defensively. They're just so fundamentally sound. They don't foul very often, and they're still tremendously defensive on the defensive end in both teams. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is a number that I definitely am thinking about. I'll have to do it right now. Uh, but I, you know, if I do anything, it would certainly be on the Northwestern side. And uh, you know, a lot of guard play, a lot of perimeter play. Uh, and, you know, the Northwestern has the three-guard offense, which they all played great yesterday. And then obviously, yeah, I know he's a forward, etc. But I kind of consider Hawkes to be a wing player the way that he's played. Certainly, uh, maybe more so this year than even last year. And Tiger Campbell has been playing out of his mind for several games now. Then you have Maryland plus seven and a half versus Alabama minus seven and a half. I got nothing to offer here other than, you know, Alabama's played great here lately. I mean, over the last four games, if you start with the the SEC tournament, you know, before that, they really kind of struggled to the finish line ever since the, the latest allegations about the, the shooting and the death of the of the, the student uh, involving a former now former Alabama player. But, you know, they played great in the four games in the uh, the three games in the SEC tournament in the game yesterday. Xavier has taken the lead, as I mentioned. It's now 63-61, and Kennesaw State is going on nearly six minutes of not scoring a single point. Uh, so that's not a recipe for success when you're trying to pull off an upset. Sean Miller, I'm guessing, is happier. Uh, so he was pretty upset at the end of the first half. Uh, so we'll see if Kennesaw State can uh, figure it out. And, uh, you know, this was actually – they can score. I mean, that's you – know, in the regular season, they certainly were able to score against teams. But uh, we'll see how this goes. And Xavier was a 12-13 point favorite in this game, by the way. Uh, so then you have the matchup at halftime still. Uh, UC Santa Barbara 36, Baylor 35, and VCU St. Mary's knotted up at 21 with 349 to go in the first half. Ver- Vermont and Marquette are getting ready to start shortly. As we step aside and when we come back, we'll get into poll questions. Answer those KDOS1060.com as well as on Twitter at KDOSAM1060. He is Bob Kemp. I am Kayla Mortolaro. It is the Extra Point on this St. Patrick's Friday, Friday, March 17th, right here on KDOSAM1060, KDOS1060.com, and the all-new KDOS1060 app powered by Superbook Sports. downloaded the KDUS AM 1060 skill for Alexa yet? Dude. Alexa is frustrated. No matter how many times do you ask, the answer is male chicken. Once you're ready, say Alexa, open KDUS AM 1060 to listen to your favorite shows. Kennesaw State has scored. It's a tie game. 
63-63 as Kennesaw State is uh, taking on Xavier. 2.41 to go. Last time out, Sean Miller verbally got in an altercation with one of his better players. Uh, so we'll see if I'm sure that they lose. This is going to be a big story. If not, they'll just say, yeah, we just had a disagreement. Uh, Xavier, though, is at the foul line and has taken the lead 64-63. to We'll continue to monitor this game as it is wrapping up. But it's time for the poll questions, and we'll start with the KDOS1060.com poll question. ASU men's basketball is taking on TCU tonight. So who do you have, ATS in Denver, ASU plus 5.5 or TCU minus 5.5? Numbers from the FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, don't have a financial wager in this, but but if I did, I'd you know, favor ASU. Uh, I think the the biggest problem trying to handicap this game, or the biggest issue, I don't know, problem, but yeah, I guess problem, is that you know the fact that they just played on uh, Wednesday night in Dayton, and now they're going to altitude in uh, Denver, and they're going against the TCU team that has been there for a few days already. And having lived in altitude and uh, you know, gone to Cardinals training camp living here, I lived in Prescott for nine years, it takes you a couple of days to adjust to the altitude. And you know, watching Prescott teams uh, in high school, I know it's high school, but you know, they, when you know, teams from the Valley came up there to play, they had a huge home advantage, whether it be football or basketball. And uh, you know, so I think that that's going to be that's a real dynamic in this game. That the fact that this game's in Denver tonight. I read this particular nugget in uh, Stephen Johnson's story, uh, Fort Worth Star Telegram. In addition to that, he joined the Sports Zone. If you missed that conversation, he was talk really good. about yeah TCU hoops. Big 12 basketball teams that are remaining in the uh, March Madness tournament. You can podcast that over at KDOS1060.com. But TCU is the number one team in the country in fast break points. So this could potentially be a game where you're going up and down the court and a lot of fun. But if ASU can't hang with making shots and particularly making threes it could be a long night however they came out making those shots against nevada and then it was pretty much over before it got started based upon uh, asu's shooting ability and they've just been so inconsistent right when they're in their shooting if they are hitting their threes they are eight and oh when they make 10 or more but they only make 31% of their threes. So it's which, kind of Which this, was the worst, second worst in the Pac-12, by the way. Yeah, right. It's this feast or famine kind of thing. So, like, are they going to show up and are they going to make the shots? That's so hard to predict and so hard to kind of handicap when you're, you're so uh, volatile. But yep. maybe they have some confidence here. They have some confidence growing based upon how they've played toward the end of the regular season, some confidence with how they dominated Nevada from start to finish. And... TCU has been a consistent team when they have Mike Miles. He's obviously back, uh, but how are they going to play in this particular game as well? So I think, though, five and a half, let's go Sun Devils. Okay. There we go. Okay, that sounds good. And then uh, the fact that the the, the big dude who you know, went to the transfer portal this week, as, as Steve Steven mentioned, there have been issues with him. Uh, work ethic and so forth. He left last week before the Big, Big 12 tournament even started. Uh, and he had really become like their third big guy uh, in the last two, three weeks of the season. 
masses. ASU plus five and a half at 86 percent of the vote. TCU minus five and a half sitting at 14 percent of the vote. This is KDOS 1060.com. Once again, the game Kennesaw State Xavier that is ongoing in a close battle tied 67-67 with 105 to play in the contest. On Twitter, at KDOS AM 1060, who deserves most of the blame for U of A's pathetic performance versus Princeton, the players, or head coach Tommy Lloyd, or the options here? Guard play is terrible. It's been that way all year long. So it, again, uh, reared its ugly head in uh, the biggest moment here on the on the stage in, in facing Princeton in round one of the NCAA tournament. Again, though, you saw just panic set in from the team. They weren't getting good shots. They weren't. Uh, Princeton really absolutely took them out of any sort of rhythm, and there was just no like calming presence from Tommy Lloyd. There was no ability to to get the guys under control and say this is what we're going to do. Like after a timeout, nothing was executed well, and so I don't know if that's just the players and their mindset. I don't know if that's uh, Tommy Lloyd not really being able to express what he wants them to do and kind of get control of the situation understanding that there's a lot of pressure going on but I'm going to put this on on Lloyd for maybe not understanding who this team is as they've seen it all season long and have them better prepared and have them to kind of understand what to do in these particular moments because you're not just always going to cruise to victory there are going to be tight ball games and he should he should know that having been a part of uh and understanding it better than anyone having been a part of so many Gonzaga tournament runs so I'm just going to say that it seemed like the team had absolutely no clue what was going on and that comes down to coaching in these particular settings and in these particular situations I I do think though that he's now going into a time period where uh, it's going to be him going out and recruiting whether it's through the transfer portal or from from somebody coming in as a freshman so being able to get some of those players and be able to get that sort of experience I think will certainly help and then you can maybe have a more complete picture of who he is as a head coach. I don't disagree with any of that, but as far as yesterday, I think that clearly the players deserve the blame here. Yeah, they had open looks, missed shots, and also really one of the first notes I took in this game is that, you know, I've mentioned this all year long, that they don't get very many loose balls. Uh, they didn't get any loose balls yesterday, hardly any 50-50 balls, but it, it was even more of a lack of hustle yesterday uh, at the start of that game especially. And then when they had the 49-37 to 37 lead, I think that they thought they, they you know, took the you know, foot off the pedal then. And uh, to me, this game was all about effort. And uh, that's to me that the players deserve all the blame for that. The players are on the 75% side of things from the masses. Head coach Tommy Lloyd sitting at 25%. This is on Twitter, at KDOS AM 1060. And it looks like... Yet again, we may be going to break, and when we come back, we'll have a result for what's going on in the uh, Kennesaw State Xavier game. If not, maybe we get an overtime game. Yeah, might be. 
We'll see how this all plays out. Uh, as you mentioned, it's tied 67-67. Baylor, though, opening up a lead here on UC Santa Barbara, 48-43. 28 seconds left to go in the VCU St. Mary's contest, 29-28 St. Mary's on top. And Vermont Marquette uh, scheduled to get started here shortly. It is the Friday edition of Extra Point right here on KDOS AM 1060, online at kdos1060.com, and with the KDOS 1060 app. We will wrap this up on the other side of the break. James Out West brings NFL, NBA, MLB, and local sports talk to you Monday night starting at 7 on KDUS AM 1060 and the KDUS 1060 app. Point here on KDOS AM 1060, online at KDOS1060.com and with the KDOS 1060 app powered by Superbook Sports. He's Bob Kemp, Kayla Mortolaro with you in the Extra Point. It's that time once again here. It is. Thank you, time. And Xavier just got a massive break officiating-wise in this game. It's not quite over yet, but terrible call uh, that benefits uh, Xavier. All right. As always, we thank you for listening. Special thanks to callers, emailers, tweeters, texters, whomever, and whatever else slipped through the cracks. Also, our guest today, an ASU TCU preview. Got the latest on the Horn Frogs from Stephen Johnson of the Fort Worth Star Telegram. Uh, opinionated and informative. Excellent combination <laughs> from Stephen. And uh, we talked about uh, the game tonight and also talked about some of the other Big 12 teams in the NCAA tournament. Sound day courtesy of True TV, ESPN, TNT, Bally Sports Arizona, T, uh, TBS, FS1, and also CBS. That's like every network in America, I think. Uh, special thanks, as always, to Kayla and Corey and Aaron. Kayla's going to tell us what's coming up next. That's right. Coming up next from, um, well, noon to 1 o'clock is SportsMap Radio Network, followed by the Doug Gottlieb Show from 1 to 3 p.m. From 3 to 5, it is the Rich Eisen Show. And from 5 to 6, it is the Sports Zoo with Dave Rooster Bierstein. Another programming note for you, ASU Baseball is taking on Utah. It is their first Pac-12 uh, play of the season here but the game got moved up it is now a pregame at 345 first pitch at four o'clock on kazg 1440 a.m and kdos 1060.com slash sun devils you can head on over to the kdos 1060.com website click on the live sports tab and find out the weekend slate of action for asu baseball taking on utah this weekend but once again pregame is 345 and first pitch is at four over on k KAZG 1440 and KDOS 1060.com slash Sun Devils. 
All right, as we take a look here at what's going on in March Madness, to recap, we do have one final so far of the day, 72 to 62, and I happened to see the interview that Jamie Erdahl was doing with Tom <laughs> Izzo, and yeah. if you haven't seen it, go find it. it it's pretty much it out there be, everywhere. It, yeah, it would not be hard to find, I'm sure. No, about the <laughs> snapped clipboard, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, they make a, a pretty good little joke about Tom Izzo working out and stuff, so it, it's it's good. It's very good. Because <laughs> I, I only saw it. I didn't hear what she said. So I just saw the, the video of it before. Yeah, it, it's really good. Uh, worth yeah. your time. Xavier is now leading and is likely going to win this ball ballgame uh, yeah. 70 to 67 over Kennesaw State. I now saw the replay again. They got absolutely hosed. Well, first up, Xavier was up by one at that time. But uh, Kennesaw State had a layup. Shot got blocked. It was, I don't think it was goaltending, but the foul call and the uh, rebound was atrocious. And uh, it was a foul call on Kennesaw State after the uh, Kennesaw State player had been grabbed and stripped of the ball by Xavier. And then Xavier went down and made two free throws. And they're, you know, I guess to, to the credit of the referees, they could have easily uh, you know, teed up the Kennesaw State coach because he was 15 feet on the floor complaining about it. And he should have been. You see Santa Barbara uh, losing ground to Baylor here. They're now on top, 54-45. to 45. Baylor pulling away there with 11.37 to play. And it is halftime with VCU and St. Mary's, with St. Mary's leading 29-28. to 28. And Tractor Mar- pull. Yeah, Barquette is on top of Vermont here with this game just getting started. 15.47 to go in the first, 7-5. Uh, Vermont can score, uh, so there might be some uh, up and down in that game. I want to make sure I get this in here. So USA Baseball is taking on Venezuela Saturday, 4 p.m. on Fox. The championship game for the World Baseball Classic is Tuesday at 4 p.m. on FS1. Obviously, uh, still plenty of games left to go to figure out who will be in that final. But when it comes to here, us at KDOS AM 1060, the grand prize giveaway lunch for two to Porta Subs for a year in 2023 spring training tickets, the opportunity to be the winner is really winding down. You just have today uh tomorrow and sunday left to go it's 2023 spring training tickets d-backs versus reds for march 24th it's a 1 10 p.m start two tickets and a parking pass download the kdos 1060 app listen every day for your chance to get one entry per day into this grand try into this grand prize drawing so once again today saturday and sunday last days to be qualified for this porta subs grand prize giveaway porta subs slicing up the quality you crave your favorite slice fresh premium meats and cheeses on our signature fresh baked bread loaded with fresh veggie toppings and savory sauces get the taste that you crave at your neighborhood porta subs by visiting portofsubs.com and download the kdos 1060 app to be eligible for this grand prize drawing xavier got the last five points of the game they won by five did that impact any uh point spreads no They were uh, double-digit favorites, if I'm not mistaken. Everyone, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. March Madness, it's here. The fun is here. Enjoy it. Have a safe St. Patrick's Day as well. We will talk to you on Monday.